0: Hey there, it's John Fink. You have found the Fink Show. I'm John Fink, your host.
1: Hi, I'm Gene Wells.
2: <laughs> did I say Gene Wells? You did. <laughs> God damn it. I
0: think I actually need you to say your name though correctly. I will, but why do you need that? Because <laughs> you need to identify yourself, <laughs>
2: <damn>. <laughs> I'm Gina Wells. Nope, that didn't sound good. Either. <laughs> Why why is this part so hard? I don't know what your goddamn name <laughs> This has been a great success. Listen to the <laughs> Fink Show. You know, welcome to all
0: of this. <laughs> Enjoy the majesty ahead of you <laughs> on the Fink Show. Six thirty AM weekdays on Podbean and then replace <laughs> exactly. Replays on Patreon.com
1: slash Fink Show. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> the Think Show, live on Podbean, weekdays at 6.30am Pacific. Find all the replays and exclusive content
3: at Patreon.com slash Fink Show.
0: Hello. 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 Oh,
2: Oh, hello. Nope, not Wells Wednesday.
0: Nope. This is
2: Special Guest Friday. Uh,
0: Yeah, exactly. That's right.
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Happy Friday now.
0: Big game weekend. For those that celebrate. Big
2: game.
0: For those that celebrate.
2: The biggest game of your entire life.
0: Yeah. Until
2: next year. Two brothers face off.
0: That's right.
2: What will their mother do?
0: I think she has one of those things where the jersey, two jerseys cut in half and stick together.
2: She secretly wants one son to win. <laughs> she but she'll her, never tell you. She wants her favorite son
0: to win. The other one will be
2: dead to her forever.
0: <laughs> Good question which is which though.
2: Brought to you by
0: Doritos. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. I forget which one I did for the. Oh, the double shot. That's right.
2: Double shot.
0: Double shot.
2: Brought to you by Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Wow, my goodness, friends. What? <laughs> Hello, friends. It is Friday, February 10th. Friday, everybody. Congratulations. True. Yes, you made true. It the week. What do I win? You may, You won a weekend.
2: Yay! You won
0: a weekend, friends. You made it. You're, it's right around the corner, as they say. Yes. Wow. Only it's, just um,
2: out of reach. Maybe just... Who knows...
0: What is that song?
2: That's from West Side Story.
0: Oh, okay, wow. Be. Wow, that's a that's a deep cut. I'm impressed. Well done, Gina Wells. Okay, thanks. Hey, no, you did it. It was good stuff. Look, the crowd is with you, so <laughs> thank you. See, the crowd liked thank, it.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. thank you. You did
0: great. You did. Oh, great.
2: flowers. We should. Have yeah. Them. Oh,
0: well, you know they like what you, they, <laughs> the the. the, the the people like Gene Walls, I have to Thank say.
2: You.
0: Well, friends, get ready for what? Nothing. What? Nothing. All right. I'm just Jeez, sure.
2: You're paranoid.
0: I am. I had a little too much caffeine this morning. It's fine. <laughs> um, yes, we have an interesting show today. We're having a special guest here, what? and uh, yes, and uh, he's got a he's got a pretty freaking amazing story to tell us. All right and um tell me right into it mr rob hoadley are you here for us i'm here can you hear me
3: hello yeah we can hear you
0: hello sir thank you for
3: it on your end
0: yeah you want to you want to get a little closer to a little quiet yeah it's a little on the quietish end just maybe maybe bring it up like a half shaka now you got it man there it is there we are we are at half shaka i I never just don't yeah don't yeah leave that alone yeah we're leaving that we're leaving that as it is um our (laughs) friend rob Poldley, you are here to talk to us about our car insurance warranty upgrades right oh that's right i'm one has been
3: calling you over and over yes Um, thank you for giving me uh, this platform this Um,
0: should really
3: bump up your patreon john yeah exactly everybody wants to hear more (laughs) about
0: that just, just what we all needed.
2: I'm a safe driver. Can I get a discount?
3: <gasps> well, let's tell Gina Well, did you serve? No. Oh, no. then it's not for you. Sorry, yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, we're all, we're messing around. Rob is uh Rob's a friend of mine. He's been on the the college show back in the day. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, it's been a while. That was a long time ago. It was right. Thank you, Gina. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it has, and so um, things have happened since then. And uh, even as it was back then, there was an amazing story to hear. So, um, why don't you give the listeners a little background, like um, what you what what kind of brought you to these uh, unusual sets of circumstances in
3: your life? Yeah. Well, I really appreciate that. Thanks, uh, everybody, for having me on. Gina, you do have a really good singing voice. No, stop that. it. I uh, know, stop. Don't make me sing. Uh, Go but, on. Uh, <laughs> honestly, though, um, uh, shout out to Mrs. Vegan Giant, by the way, because she's the yes. one that really got us together. Yeah. Years ago. It's true. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So, uh, my name is Rob. Hoagley. I'm a you know I'm a husband. Uh, of a beautifully amazingly capable wife dory uh she's a director at saint peter's by the sea preschool uh, nice. i'm a father of two beautiful and talented young women Kristen, who's a licensed cosmetologist and stylist uh, and she's an incredible singer also oh yeah Tina. Nice. yeah so uh kristen x cosmetics is what she is on instagram so kristen x cosmetics check her out and then um uh, lauren who uh is my youngest daughter and she just graduated from the University of Utah and is now a city planner in Utah oh cool uh really really cool yeah I mean so like a job in her major less than six months out of college I'm you know I'm I'm amazed by that and that's fantastic
0: we should Um, connect her with uh Karen Karen's friend Brandy who's a city planner uh in Redondo Beach Oh, that would be have that would be two, neat. have those two meet minds a little bit. That's a good. Hey. Sorry. Anyway, now, if they were but both all...
2: in the Super Bowl, what would you do?
0: Yeah, exactly. If both if both daughters were in the Super Bowl, how would you manage that?
3: Uh, well, I would be so heavily sedated from the <laughs> odds of that actually happening <laughs> that, that you know what? I would just be happy with whatever outcome because they're both amazing. How's that? Oh, there, good, good answer. Nicely right, done. Nicely done. Boom. Nicely done. Boom. Um, yeah. So uh, so I'm going to jump right into it, John, if that's all right with yeah, you. Yeah, do it, man. There's a, lot Have of, it. there's a lot of material.
0: Yeah. Tell um, us what brought you here. I, I, I want to give the folks a little background. As- yeah
3: okay and then, so this you can is, kind of do like a little past present future kind of thing okay past present future copy that so yeah um I, i'm a i'm a gulf war veteran u.s navy uh, and in 2000 uh, in 2010 i decided to go back into the navy in the reserves and i was okay. working out and getting my getting my butt in shape and uh, i was uh 10 feet tall and bulletproof as we say mm. and um went into a meeting in a hotel where i was working Um, and it was a a construction meeting. We had just finished a construction project and we were deciding whether to, whether or not to pay out the general contractor, their final monies. Okay. And, and I was the corporate contract and lease administrator. So everything kind of like that went through me. And so I came into a meeting and they said, Hey, so Rob, check it out, man. Are we going to pay Dennis? So I was still standing. I didn't even get all the way seated before they started firing the questions, and I thought that was awesome. So, but yeah. I had a whole file full of information, and I was like, "I'm ready for this." And so, you know, like you do when you're doing a three part answer, like you first you hit your index fingers together. You're like, first of all, blah 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 blah." Yeah. And second of all, and when I hit my middle finger, which you can't see, but which that's I, okay. So I also, it, I also I like
0: haven't done for it. No, it's good.
3: I also haven't done since
0: 2011. Oh, oh, um, did that, did that uh, bring up some stuff for you just now? Yeah, <laughs> actually. Oh, wow, man. Um, so,
3: uh, so when I hit my middle finger, I died. Wow. I went into oh a God. full cardiac arrest um, and fell forward oh toward the meeting table. Um, and my construction manager caught me by my throat. Oh jeez forearm. Uh so I didn't hit my face on his computer and um well it's and oh uh pause. Yeah. It was April April 1st. Oh no. So people thought you were Like come like, on. So it's April 1st, 2011. I'm a performer, I'm a singer. I, I do stage acting stuff and they're like, mm-hmm. "Come on." Well, then uh my body began to seize. Um Oh jeez. Uh and so my construction manager, Tom, said, Rob, I put you on the ground as lightly as I could, as easily as I could. Yeah. And so I'm six I'm one 6'1", 285. So basically, I threw your big ass on the ground and started CPR. <laughs> I mean, that's really the transition. Yeah that's you know Uh, that's
0: what you're always taught in like um any kind of cpr class you just got to let the person down slowly you're not not supposed to like try and hold them up or anything
3: no absolutely not and uh they need to get on the ground because you need that hard surface in order to do effective high quality cpr anyway right uh so tom starts cpr and um people begin frantically trying to remember what they're supposed to do uh and so all of their emergency action plans jump into jump into place, and they're they're happening. Nine one one is called. Mm-hmm. The um, all the all the proper steps are taken, and uh, so the call goes out nine one one. And uh, the first person to arrive is uh, Officer Jason Ballinger, who um, gets to gets to the scene in about four minutes. At this point, I'm down without oxygen to my brain for four minutes. Jeez. Um, and I would like to point out that every minute you're down in cardiac arrest, your chance of survival drops ten percent. Oh wow! Man, so at four minutes, right? I have a sixty percent chance of survival, right?
2: Can I ask you a quick question? Yes, ma'am. Did you feel sick all day, or was it you felt fine? Oh, that's it a fantastic. Kind
3: of... That's a fantastic yeah, question, a... actually. Yeah. And the fact is, I had no symptoms, no family history, no personal history, and there's a very real. Um, authenticity to the term sudden cardiac arrest oh my god okay uh and so yeah so no i was in, in in the best shape of my life to be totally honest with you i mean better than high school better than yeah. when i was in the navy before as a matter of fact so
2: you weren't uh, even like oh i have a stomach ache or nothing Yeah. nothing
3: i was on yeah. no i was on fire because these important people had just called me into a meeting and i had all the smoking guns in this file and i was ready yeah you know wow. and i mean i don't know have you guys been in those meetings where you're like oh crap i, I really don't have what i need or i'm not ready for I've this i've been in those oh, and i've sure. been in the ones like okay i have all the receipts here right now i had every, yeah i had everything i was like wow this is perfect um oh, so man. i was feeling great i had had uh my best mile and a half time of my entire life was that morning mm-hmm. um jeez and I, I was anyway nothing pointed to that okay so uh so I dropped out so now uh tom's doing cpr for four minutes officer ballinger comes in and his his job is to come in and tell dispatch, hey, um, these are the things I need. These are the things I don't need. Um, this is what the scene looks like, dispatch guy So or girl. So send me these things, these resources, right? Mm-hmm. So while he's doing that, Tom, and, you know, and unfortunately in our country, our CPR training says to do CPR until uh, first responders arrive. Correct. Until somebody else shows up. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's not the right verb. It's not arrive. It's take over or release. Oh, okay. That's really the mindset we should have because as soon as you stop compressing that chest, the oxygenated blood stops flowing to your brain. Right. And when that happens, and the EMTs or paramedics will tell you they have a phrase that's time is tissue. Ooh, so, I like that. Tissue, so okay. as your as the oxygenated blood stops to your brain, the tissue in your brain begins to die. Makes oh sense. God. Okay, you like, you know, we joke around about, oh yeah, I got stoned and I killed a bunch of brain cells this weekend or I got right. drunk at this conference, this uh concert and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's what they're talking about. And so you we impact our brains that way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh but here's the side note, but uh the Oxygenated blood going to my brain uh, stopped when Tom stopped doing CPR. And he saw that the officer had other things he had to do. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. he kept going on CPR and officer Ballinger uh, relieved him um, when he was done calling things in uh, the paramedics, which is incredible. Um, they uh, actually arrived they were, it was uh, firehouse 20 over by sports arena. So shout out to them mm-hmm. because they actually were on a, what's called a brown out. So oh. they didn't have a full crew on their ambulance because they were um, basically like on standby. They weren't really on, they weren't on a call and they weren't uh, in the queue as it were. They were transporting bottles, oxygen bottles. And, you know, and John, I know you're familiar with the, Uh, Mission Beach, Pacific Beach areas, and uh, they were transporting oxygen bottles from Station 21 over by the catamaran Uh and over to the sports arena firehouse. They were just transporting oxygen bottles and happened to be at the stoplight by the roller coaster.
0: Oh, and so that was close, close by.
3: Yeah. And so, and you, as you well know, it was like, if they take that left, right, and pass the Bahia Uh and they go down. Once you pass the, Bahia, you got to go down and around, and you got to go. Oh like, yeah, you're on a long ridge, basically. Few. Yeah, you're exactly. you're two, three, four more minutes, right? And right, you know, which is twenty, thirty, forty percent less chance of survival, right? Exactly. So oh uh, anyway, so they they arrived okay. at about seven and a half minutes, and they shocked me the first time at eight minutes. So my first shock happened at eight minutes, which um, for all the mathematicians that puts me at a twenty percent chance of survival. Man. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah so uh they end up getting a uh a pulse back and decide to transport and um mm-hmm. i'm i received five shocks total that day on the way to the hospital um each of those shocks it, it, it also knocks because there's still something happening in your heart that's causing you to go into this fatal rhythm right um each of those shocks drops your chance of survival approximately another 10%. So in essence, I went through the emergency room doors at negative 30% chance of survival. Jeez, man. Because it was at that 20 and then 5, anyway. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So um, so then I'm in the hospital and they work on me for 45 minutes um, and at one point Ask my um, so my wife works at the preschool, like I mentioned before, Mm -hmm. and as she uh, left her left her house, my employer, by the way, was incredibly coy with the way they told my wife this story. Um, But they called her and said, "Hey, so you know, um, something uh, happened. Something happened to (laughs) work. What are you doing? Rob's headed (laughs) over to the you know the old hospitalio there. (laughs) You you might want to." <laughs> no, scoot on over no this said you know some robs had an accident at work in um he he passed out um you you know you should probably go on over to the hospital immediately. that's him. all they said well that's good though john because i think they're trying have, to if you're giving downplay kind of news <laughs> that's true and you want and then you're instructing someone to get behind the wheel of a right. two-ton motor vehicle you really Want to kind of keep them in the right kind yeah, of. Yeah, you don't want to be like, mind.
2: panic, now get
3: in the car. Holy crap, that's a good get point. to the hospital now, <laughs> get to the helicopter now. Yeah, that's right. To the chopper. Drive. You know,
0: see, yeah. I'd, I'd, be calling, I'd be calling somebody else to drive me if I heard that kind of news. Even if it was like some lightly told news, I'd be like, oh see, yeah,
2: me too, the incorrect. anxiety. Yeah. We'll I'd be and like, that's it, I need someone. In,
3: in, her, <laughs> yeah. in, in my wife's defense, which is um, I will be at forever she yeah. um she had seen me working myself into a ridiculous state of muscle failure to get back into the navy mm-hmm. she had okay. seen me like just taxing my body like crazy so it is not out of the realm of possibility for her to believe that i was just dehydrated oh and, you know yeah and just, and She, she like oh this that guy he just, he just overdid it yeah you had knucklehead <laughs> now i got a drama queen time off <laughs> yeah. oh, <duh>. right seriously <laughs> Anyway, but uh, so she gets there, and um, but the a, a vicar, which is like a pastor in training, kind of in the Lutheran Church. Yeah, sure. Um, yep. saw her uh, dipping out relatively quickly, and like uh, you know, she was going to the hospital, and he followed her to the hospital, which is fantastic. His name is Joshua Serrano. He's now a full uh, pastor preacher guy up in the Bay Area. Okay. But um, he followed her to the hospital, and like so, uh, my wife is there um, in the, uh, ER area. And, um, and Josh is there, has his collar on and he, you know, he's praying for all he's worth. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and doc comes out after a while and says, Oh, are are you Mrs. Hoadley? And she said, yeah. Oh, is is this your priest? Oh boy. And she said, well, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, we're not Catholic, so she's like, "Yeah, what, call him whatever you want, whatever." Yeah, but again, understand her state of mind at the time. I honestly believe was he's dehydrated. What an idiot! Why can't you get a drink of water? So yeah. she's just sort of like,
0: "Ah, sure." And the doctor is like, "Oh, oh shit. no, no, yeah. no, no,
3: yeah, you don't really understand." And so, yeah. um what ended up? Happening he thought it was perfectly appropriate for there to be a priest there. Yeah, considering what he knew. Yeah. Wow! 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 Um, I'm going to need the two of you to come back. Oh my God. So I'm going to need the two of you to come back. Um, and so they, they did and they walked in the room and, uh, there were, uh, uh, it's a teaching hospital. So there were other doctors like, uh, laying the edge of the room, uh, my wife tried to make eye contact with them. They would not look at her. And they looked at her and then immediately took their gaze to the floor. Oh, um, shit. And, uh, and she's like, what's going on? And beep, beep, my heart started. And they're like, get her out of here. Oh, geez. And so oh now she's God. back in the waiting room. Still hasn't with, told her anything. It was 6.8 million questions. Yeah, rather than any real clarification of any kind. But oh she's god. not. I mean, she didn't. Just she's fall like off April a, fools? off a truck, right? <laughs> yeah, she didn't just fall right. truck. She's like, oh my gosh, I watched Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It wasn't that basic. She understood the gravity now and was right. like, right. oh my god. Yeah. And now we had friends and and some coworkers that had gathered, and they're like, "Is he okay? What's going on? I don't know. Everything good?" um she's like she's i don't like, have, like, I have no idea i, 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 I just got rushed out wow yeah so uh so they work on me for a while and they get me up to um they finally get me up to uh cardiac critical care it's at UCSD medical center in hillcrest and mm-hmm. it's on like the 10th floor yeah um and to this day i don't understand why they have it on the 10th floor yeah, that's a long elevator ride when critical time when time's that's critical. It. That's what I'm saying. Put the guys that need a cast on the tenth Should floor, man. Maybe on the on the ground floor. You know, yeah, you <laughs> would put think. the
0: dietary department up there? Jesus, mm-hmm. or just like so an it. express elevator or something? Yeah, <laughs> um,
3: and that, you know, and that's honestly that was a real concern. Like, do we put him in? If he crashes in the elevator, or the elevator gets stuck and he crashes, like now what? Anyway, but they finally get me up there, and you know, uh, and so now I'm in a coma for four days. Jesus. Um, um, so that was that right and yeah so, and you know what I want to uh, n- I don't know if any of them are listening but I would just want to shout out to anybody that came to the waiting room during those four days uh, because the the reports that I got were there were upwards of a hundred people there at any given time with patent wow. Oscars oh and board games goodness. and coloring books and just incredible support and i you know and my doc once uh so anyway so i was in that coma and um obviously i was sleeping right but they had they sure. lowered my body temperature to reduce the uh, trauma to my brain and my organs and that's uh targeted yeah. temperature management and it's a very effective technique to do that Right, Uh, to help the help that survivor come through with with better cognitive function, because that that long without oxygen to your brain has material impact on your ability to do a lot of things with your brain. Sure. Uh, So, uh, so I started. I was shivering because of the drop in temperature. So they had to strap me down, so I didn't pull out IVs and pick lines and catheters and such. um and remained like that for four days um and when i came out of that call when it was safe for them to bring me out um i i I can't with english words tell you the feeling i had Uh, wow it it's like okay um where am i right what the heck is happening and i hear my sister i'm like all right dawn's here I hear my brother, Sean. I'm like, oh, Sean's here. But Don lives in Phoenix and Sean lives in Chicago. This is clearly a hospital. Okay, I've got a um, question, though. Um, Yeah. So as far as, like, your
0: stream of consciousness, did it just go from meeting room to hospital bed, you know, oh, four, yeah. four plus days yeah. later? Was it, like, a snap? Or did you have some, like, cloudiness and darkness? No. How, what was snap. your consciousness like? A snap. A
3: snap. Yeah.
2: So you're shit. like, and another thing, where am I? <laughs>
3: exactly. No, it's, that's wow. exactly right. Because a sudden cardiac arrest is an electrical issue. I'm glad you uh, stopped me for a sec because, yeah, to, to just to describe,
0: out... it's not a heart attack.
3: Yeah, exactly. And it's it's so... not a plumbing issue. It's an electrical issue. Look at you oh. taking notes, man. Nice work. Hey, I
0: remember. I remember, yes. man. So nice. it wasn't yeah. a blocked no. anything. Okay. No, right. exactly. it's actually so... a dysfunction of the nerves that power the heart muscle. Oh, okay.
3: man. Research, too. This is awesome. <laughs> you you know. get paid, John. Thank this is- you. <laughs> Seriously. <this laughs> thank is- you. thank, this you. Is- thank this you. Is I remember. Trip, so I remember. it's like, yeah. So if, if the pipes going into your pump, which is your heart, are clogged, if the pipes are clogged and over time your, your pump is trying to pump blood and it's like, man, come on, give me a break.
1: Yeah, and, and it I'm burns pumping. out. And, and a, you know, and over time,
3: time, it doesn't work out. Then your heart's like, hey, raises his little hand and says, I need help, man. And that's a heart attack. Okay. Right. Um, in the United States, you have a 90% survival rate for a heart attack. People And that's, themselves-
0: the one, that's the one with the, the numb left arm, or sometimes it presents yeah.
3: as like, yeah, severe, especially
0: in women, it presents as nausea. Um, yeah, I know. And that's the interesting thing, too. Uh, specifically, a heart attack presents differently in, in men versus women.
3: You're so exactly that- right.
0: It, it, and, it feels different.
3: Yes. Yeah, numbness or tingling down one or both arms, uh, shortness of breath, heavy elephant sitting on your chest, uh, clammy, sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like you said, uh, they have found over research that women, it presents differently. All those other things are true, but they're also feeling it in their jaw and their upper back. Interesting. So um, in our society, we are socially conditioned or women are socially conditioned to take care of everyone else before they take care of themselves so they don't get screened they don't go to the doc they're the last ones to make a doctor's appointment for themselves so i'm begging you females and the listening if you identify as a female please Mm. please go get screened listen to your body take care of yourself we're take care of us too shoot you know i (laughs) I count on that too i'm just saying but you can't take care of me if you're not taking care of you so please exactly please. uh both uh, everybody in my family has been screened for cardiac issues um and uh and, and my point i guess that's the soapbox for that yeah so back to the stream of consciousness yes Yeah. yeah. A snap i didn't know uh what happened i didn't realize that it was four days later um uh but i was able to uh well, oh, I tried to talk when I was intubated, and I'm going to give you some advice, free. Oh God, do not try to no. talk. Yeah, when no, you're intubated. Ooh. I mean, I hope to God you never have that opportunity. Oh, I remember Rob said, "Don't do this." Yeah, you know, the, just but it ask hurts. for a pad and paper. Ask for pad and paper. It hurts bad, bad. Um, and oh, so that I was God. extubated, which I didn't even know that term until then. By the way, I mean, you hear, yeah. um, you hear intubated. On the TV all the time, but not extubated, right. which right. is interesting. Uh, good Scrabble word. Um, <laughs> and then, nice. So I'm excavated and I walk 212 feet to my next room, and I know it's 212 feet because the tiles are 12 by 12, and I walked around that floor several thousand times um, during the um. next 13 days. And um, but I walked to that next room with no motor deficit, with no cognitive. A perceived cognitive malfunction that's and, incredible and that's well and then honestly what my what my doctor his doc my doctor's name was john standish adams oh and which <laughs> which is a memorable name. name you know his yeah. parents yeah. were history buffs the fact is that he was um he was a fantastically educated and very capable six foot two uh korean american doctor whose name was john standish adams and i thought that was all nice. very memorable nice i like yeah. that and it's I like a like, tv wow. doc name <laughs> yeah i was like wow check you out anyway so um he said and there were a lot of people in my room after i had transferred down to this next one and i was conscious and incredibly weak um and i didn't understand how weak um but he uh he said, "Hey, if you don't mind, everybody, if I could have the room so I could talk to Rob alone." Yeah, and so we did that. And uh, he said, "I think it's uh, I think it's a good time for me to tell you medically what happened to you." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, "That would be neat." Yeah. You know, yes, please. Because I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like this, what the heck's going on phase right now? And he said, um, "He said so. This is what happened." And he and he told me the whole. The whole story that i just told you because obviously mm-hmm. the the event recap that i gave you earlier was news that i received uh right when because uh, i was in effect clinically dead during that time so i was unable to really pay attention the way i would like to <laughs> so make sense yes yeah, so it makes details, all of the sense yeah all the detail i've given you weren't you, doing I'm a gonna,
0: wordle in the middle of that no no
3: <laughs> i just want to make sure that everybody understands all you know photo credit goes to right yeah um, sure <laughs> Uh, but so he said, yeah, so this is what happened to you. And we, and we don't know why. I was okay. like, okay, okay. yeah, oh, Okay. Um, I prefer answers, but yeah, I can hear you. And what you're telling me is that answers are not worth coming sh- right now. Like I shouldn't be alive right now. Okay. He goes, yeah, yeah but I, I do want to point out something really positive, man. I'm like, Oh, bring it. Thank you. Yeah, and he said, well, um, the whole time you've been in here, our waiting room has been
1: uh,
3: overrun by people, by people supporting you. I'm like, Aww, uh, they're here for awesome. my wife, man. Don't get it twisted. Uh, <laughs> right? He goes, no, no, no. Listen, listen. My, he said his family uh, talks to each other sometimes about, um, okay, like, so if you die today, who would come to your funeral? right like how many people who would it be like who are your real people that would that would show up and he said man i don't know what you and your family are doing but keep doing it because there are a lot of people out there supporting we had to turn people away because other people need to be in that waiting room for their people And i'm like oh my gosh man i'm sorry about that because no no no, don't apologize i'm just saying (laughs) keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, they're here for my wife, man. He said, no, I, I just don't believe that. Um, but my, my point is that, uh, your community is very important and I didn't realize that. And you don't really realize what kind of impact you have on the people around you until something way out of the ordinary happens. Right. And so, I mean, so just as a, as a feel good um message so sort of like your casual of a friday. life moment yeah. yeah so as a feel good moment for a casual friday i'm just saying you'll pay attention to the impact you make on people because um, um you think you know what you're giving them but they're um they could take away something entirely different and it could be so great that's really for, beautiful yeah for instance and um, this is another side note and i told you i might do this but it's okay go ahead no no um, i we got it, we got it there i was in third grade okay so um, military people start there i was yeah yeah surrounded i was in yeah surrounded by other third graders (laughs) i was in in music (laughs) i was in the right place (laughs) <laughs> yes. I had all my equipment. The, Thankfully, um, I was in the right class.
2: I had my juice box. That's right. right.
3: <laughs> in hand. <laughs> and my, you know, which, and they're darn hard to open, by the way. And I have to yeah. tell you another story yeah, off air about what a little preschooler said to my wife about opening his. Blanket juice box but the <laughs> um but it oh man her stories anyway but uh, so, uh, so 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 i'm sitting there and i'm pl- we're playing chromatic bells right okay and we're yeah. you know and i don't know if kids even know it, they're probably electronic now but we're playing these bells and geraldine hawkins mm-hmm. who's from somewhere in alabama was my um music teacher she at the time probably was a 60 year old lady And I was humming a harmony to the chromatic bell scales that we were playing. Uh Uh-oh. And she came over, and she was was just, like, going down the line, like, listening to people play their bells to make sure they're right or whatever. And came up to me and was standing there for a couple of seconds. And I was like, um, she said, and she looked at me. She put her index finger under my chin and lifted my head up and said, let your voice ring out, child. Oh. It's the only way you'll be heard. Oh, that's gorgeous! Let your voice ring out, child. It's the only way you'll be heard. That's amazing, uh, John. I've, I've, I have sung something every day since that day. That's really beautiful. Oh, I like that. It is why I'm. A, it's why I'm a vocalist now. If somebody says, "Rob, can yeah. you sing?" I say, "Yes, I can." Yeah, and. And it's that. And so my point being back to the community thing, you never really know what impact you have on someone. And Mm -hmm. so have good impact on people. You know, if you go with positive intent, then you're going to have a better impact on the world. And also sometimes you don't see that impact immediately reflected.
0: So in times of crisis like this, it brings those to the surface.
3: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. There's a, um, uh, there's a saying in, uh, in theater and stage theater where before you go out on stage, you should be able to answer three questions if, oh, as an I, actor. I don't know this one. Who am I? Yeah. Where am I? And what do I want? Yeah. Um, because to go on stage, you have to want something you have to want to pass information or get information, or bring something in, or take something out, or arrive at a place, or leave a place, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the answers are aren't just superficial, right? The who am I isn't just I'm Rob. It's right. I'm, I'm Rob Hoadley, and I am the the son of a sharecropper who. Did this and did that and did this and then got improperly imprisoned and now he's out and da da, da 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 and I have six brothers and ten sisters and I have you know I'm missing my right leg from the knee down, you know something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. but it's like super deeper than just my name. What well, gives where you the three dimensional performance though? Yeah, and where am I is bigger than geography, right? Is oh, right. I'm in San Diego. Yeah. Um, no no where you are like where are you in this relationship like are you one right. of the points of a triangle are you a boss where am i i mean i'm here in this contractor's meeting about to yeah. set down some yeah, right. three <laughs> points and... exactly and then and then leave in an ambulance and <laughs> yeah then escort, yeah exactly to the hospital. yep uh and Four then what do i later. want right we <laughs> talked about that a little bit but so yeah and and this is going somewhere with the impact you have on people so my oldest daughter kristen um later in her life actually had tattooed on her right inside of her forearm who am i where am i and what do i want oh i like that it's that's really permanently tattooed there so all the fathers and mothers in the audience understand careful what you say Mm -hmm. because it could end up tattooed on your daughter <laughs> you know, you don't. I'm just saying. Yeah, you that's don't a ever good point. really know. You don't know what sticks, man. And and thankfully, that was a good one. Yeah, you right. know. I mean, fill up, fill up your car when you're at a quarter of a tank of gas wouldn't really fit, like on her. <laughs> you know, check your oil before you go on a road trip. You know. Turn off Just, the damn lights, you know. This the oil pressure symbol light tattooed yeah. on your. No. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, but that's all the impact you have on people is where I was talking about that. So, that's a good point. And when you come with good
0: intention,
3: and you, it, it, what does it all boil down to?
0: Is intention and attention.
3: That's right. And so,
0: when you have those put in the right place, then you know it will disseminate where it needs to go. I see Chad in the chat; like he has, he tattooed his dad's quote. Yeah, nice, Chad. Well done, Chad. Chad, uh, listening from the Pentagon, by the way. Oh, how oh. about that?
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, then I won't tell you this top secret stuff. But- okay. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there we are. Okay. So there I am now. I'm in my new room, um, getting an explanation from my doc about what happened, and my um, support network is there. Everything's super bitching because mm-hmm. um, I'm alive, <laughs> right? And now yeah. I'm barely realizing. What? How close I came! And right, I had a um, a a guy who went through Princeton Seminary and mm. goes was and went to our church, Westminster Presbyterian Church. Shout out to the Chosen Frozen. Um, <laughs> well, because we just don't clap at really good songs and stuff like that. and whatever. Not the point. Uh, so. Um, a guy from Princeton Seminary is at, at, at my bedside. He's like, you know, Rob. Uh, I don't know if anybody's done this shit, but I'd like to talk to you about survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's a it's a real thing. Like, why did I survive, but a 13 year old girl across town did not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yo, I'm I'm good, dude. I uh, I handled that in the military. When we came back from the Gulf we had a team of psychologists that came on our boat and they said, Hey man, are you okay? Well, actually our <laughs> our chief mustered us up in our in the engine room and said, Hey, there's gonna be some people coming on board and they're gonna interview you one at a time to find out if you're okay. Uh you're okay. <laughs> nice. Roger mm-hmm. that chief. Yes, sir. And then and then they're like, Hey, so Petty Officer Holdley, are you um you know you having trouble sleeping? Nope. <laughs> I was told to say I'm okay. Yep. No, John. Oh, sorry. Whoops. No, you can't say that first, part, John. Oh shoot, first, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> first rule of sheep mentality is no, you don't say that. You just say what you said, and everybody oh, was yeah. told to say anyway. So I'm okay. <laughs> um, so I said, "No, nah, man, I'm good. I I've, I dealt with survivors guilt before. Um, people around me died, and um, it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. But now it's the opposite, right? no, you didn't die. So there's guilt there at times. I didn't feel any at the time because I was still, I'm I was still kind of stoned on the coma drugs, honestly. Sure. But, sure. Um, but then I was like, no, I'm good. Uh, and he said, all right, great. You know, great. And he said, uh, so what do you think God's plan is for you now? Good question. I like, oh, you know, and typically I don't think the Fink show goes into religion, but not so much. Uh uh, right. And so this isn't really that either. Uh, but I said, you know, but, uh honestly, yeah, like what you know, is the plan for you regardless? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Regardless of what, what, um, yeah. Supervisor you put on it. Right. Sure. Um, and I said, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, I I w I didn't know before this. Uh, so I don't really know now. Um, but what I'll tell you is, uh, now, um, I have, uh, Developed a an answer to that, and that is, I keep my mind, body, and spirit open to opportunities. And when those opportunities present themselves, I try to behave appropriately. Fair. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. So what it means is, to me, is that like every day we have an opportunity to be mad, or glad, or resentful, or spiteful, or philanthropic, or nice, or... Mm-hmm. Resentful, or all these things, and we make thousands of decisions like that a day. Yes, we do. And and the uh, the real thing that I've come out of this with, and I um, and I have a lot more credibility than just this one little incident, is uh, is that our feelings are real, and they're right. Whatever feeling you have right now, like those hearts that are flipping up in the screen right now, mm-hmm, are super mm-hmm. cool. Isn't that nice? All yeah, all <laughs> of your feelings are right. They're right. You know, when people, oh, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel like that. You shouldn't feel mad. You shouldn't be sad. Shut up. You know, shut up. Don't, don't shoot on me, man. Yeah, don't shoot me, man. Uh, and they're right. And so what you have to understand as a rational being, Plato said that our job on earth is to be the best rational being we can be. Mm-hmm. As a rational being, you need to say, okay, this is how I feel. I properly identify what that emotion is identify where it came from. Like, why do I feel mad? Why do I feel happy? Why do I feel sad? Why do I feel betrayed? Whatever. And then decide what are you going to do about it or with that feeling? So if I'm pissed off, if I'm mad and like, okay, okay, okay. Why are you, why are you mad? Like really? Why are you mad? Okay. Right. Really? Cause sometimes we project it on other things. It's not really the case. And so I'm mad. All right. Well, why am I mad? And now, what am I going to do with it? Am I going to pass that thing. mad onto the waitress? Am I going to? That's what I've that always mad? felt is that true measure of character
0: is what are oh. you going to do about it?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's and the real so, thing. Oh, and so I choose to take that mad and inspire myself to fix or affect the situation or experience that just made me mad, so that people that I love and care about don't have to be mad about that right to the extent that i can right i'm not freaking i'm not my wife i can't fix the world you know <laughs> uh, i i can't do that but i can do the best i can you know sure and and my best is making sure that i don't pass that mad on to somebody else in fact i i think it's a better course to try and be extra nice to the next person you talk to right man when, when when you're nice to somebody and they smile at you you can't be mad you just, you it's just infectious can't. yeah man it's true and so, so my life has turned into I don't have to, I get to. I don't have oh, obligations. Beautiful. I have opportunities.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I don't have to go to work. I get, get to. The. And that's well, that's the old saying: "This what is luck? It's
0: preparation plus opportunity." And it sounds yeah. like you know you've had all these yes, amazing and and terrifying circumstances, but you had a lot of really. Good solid tools to deal with and cope with that and sort of translate it into something positive, like immediately post trauma and post crisis, they were in place already, which is amazing.
3: Yeah. And, 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 it, you know, and so I got, I got, and I, I don't want to, I want to take almost no credit for any of that because um, really uh, solid thinking and forward thinking people helped me to get to where i am now and i still have you know everybody's on a journey to with mental health but um uh i i i want to point you just said that I'm, i could i'm immediately after these traumas. i'm like yo dog it was not immediate <laughs> none of that none of that was immediate Uh-oh. i promise you brother i mean we were uh you hit some
0: guardrails in a bit
3: man right no this no this event uh almost cost me my family uh wow. yeah so um so uh so I'm in the hospital f- for 13 days. Uh they implant a defibrillator in my chest. Mm-hmm. Uh thank god. Um and um and I go home and I'm I'm home in 13 days, and now like cards show up and the people come by and visit, hey Rob, what's up? And then they you know bring food. There's like the food chain thing or whatever. Okay. I always forget what that's called. Uh, but they. Uh, anyway, they. Um, but then the casserole brigade. Yeah. Some. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to say it. There you go. I, I, I would like a good casserole right now. As A matter of fact. Yeah. Oh man. You know your show funny. is so damn early. It's like man, I didn't even get breakfast. I'm, oh, <laughs> see, so that's why you
0: need some Seattle
3: gummies. It's that's oh, not. There we go. All right, let's. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Are there any other sponsors we can plug? Um, um KennedyTime.com. Kennedy good. All right. There we go. Uh, but 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 then it it, it all stopped.
0: Maddie's the saying, turn. "Get this man a
3: quiche." Just, seriously, man. And I'm a real man, and I will eat quiche. I'll eat the hell out of quiche. So I'll I'll, I'll rock a vegan quiche any day, man. Yeah, These I'm telling you. Can. I hope you tried that vegan restaurant. I said, never mind. Okay. So, so so anyway, yeah. So then all the food and cards and visits and calls mm-hmm. stopped.
0: Yeah, because they're like, okay, because he's because they all now. go back
3: to work. Yeah, so like, like he's quote unquote it's, good now. It's out of the news, out of the news cycle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not better. I'm not good yet, mm-hmm. and now I'm sitting on my couch with everybody at work and school, and nobody talking to me. Subject to daytime television. Oof. And thinking, uh, do they really care that I made it? Wow. Is it really that important? Or what if, you know, this sucks. Right. What, what if I just didn't make it? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Time the time out, bro. And Good. I stood up off of my couch. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. So I didn't sit on my couch for a month, nice. Because if I'm sitting down like that, I am not moving forward. Makes sense. And when you said immediately, I'm like, yo, no, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> so I worked really, really hard. And there was it was a point where um, my wife and I and my two daughters were having dinner at the table, and. Uh, something happened with like the salad spoon tonguey things and mm-hmm. like salad flew out and it was just like an explosion of an argument at the table. Uh, blah, 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 and then it all stopped. And my youngest daughter, Lauren, God bless her, said, you know, um, I think we all need to go to counseling together. Oh. Out of the mouth of babes, right? But, well done. But it was true. It was true because I was having, uh, so my post-traumatic stress from the Gulf War mixed with this smash in the face of what your mortality is. Um, had And you were had, beginning to
0: grieve, it seems yeah, like.
3: And didn't know how and didn't know what right. was coming. Um, one of the shortfalls of our um, hospital system for cardiac arrest survivors is what happens now. On yes. the way home, hey, um, caregiver, hey, co-survivor, hey, family, um, here's what you might see here's what this person might in um encounter uh rob by the way these are some of the things we've heard reported that you might feel see do um, um we got none of that none of it, it yeah was they like, just saw a tail don't forget again, like, all right well up. he's good don't forget, yeah. don't forget to follow up yeah follow up what do you mean by oh. follow up yeah shit uh, okay and so um anyway we got we got into counseling we all realized uh, that this was um, bigger than all of us. Mm-hmm, the counseling, mm-hmm. honestly, was um, not as effective as it could have been. And um, it took two years for my daughters to actually talk to each other about their experiences that day. Wow. Um, wow. My, my wife, uh, hmm. two days was only the second time I heard my wife kind of lay out um, what she experienced that day really just two days ago but, yeah said? that was only and that was only the second time um Jeez. jesus we don't we don't really talk about it a lot and there's there are different ways to approach it man and none of it's right or wrong and you know it's
0: yeah it's all going to happen in its own time or not wow.
3: or not brothers because right there are true. people that just won't talk about it anymore and you know and sadly that's the truth i talk about it every day uh but um that said we went into counseling, we got counseling. I was back to work in 30 days and gave out lifesaver, lifesaver awards to the uh, guy, David Cherishore who called 911, Tom Farley, who saved Uh my life with CPR and Tony Barber jr. Who helped with some, um, uh, with some breathing and officer Ballinger was there too. And he got a lifesaver award. Um, so, uh, I just got back to work and got after it. And I was like, this is bitching. Um, but then like for the next six, eight weeks, I was like, hi, my name is Rob. I'm a cardiac arrest survivor. And it was totally defining yeah. who I was. I'm like, all right, we got to stop that. So now we'll, we'll fast forward a bit. And I was, um, I was still gainfully employed and working and, um, mm-hmm. but then realizing that I had a very special situation where I could be an impact and an advocate for other people, um, and went to a, uh, a conference called the um, emergency cardiovascular care update. And it's where all the giants in uh, resuscitation and defibrillation come together and talk mm. about survival and talk to survivors and talk to survivors about survivorship and all this stuff. <clears throat> and it turned out to be the work that I could not not do. Right. right it was
0: you were you were again uniquely suited yeah for it, it was
3: an epiphany it was like you know i'm a little teapot short and stout. here is my handle here is my oh oh <laughs> shit that's another handle i'm actually a sugar bowl <laughs> no, it's not a spot nice. right and um and so right so i went on my sugar bowl route and right and changed careers and now i help put defibrillators into law enforcement vehicles because the cop that came to my scene did not have one OK, so I have a passion for my work that I get to do every day that other people don't have, because like after the second football game on a Sunday, they're like, "Ah, oh, crap, I have to go back to work. And I'm like, man, I can't wait. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I got to do this um, anyway. So can you
0: can you give people a sense of since that initial that initial incident? How many times have you had heart failure man thank you
3: because I was trying to figure out how to get there um, it's okay, I got you for the same so um so it so uh so my my heart condition that for some reason keeps repeating um is still mm. what they call idiopathic in that they don't exactly know why it continues to happen, but right so that first day April first two thousand eleven I had five cardiac arrests okay survival rate of cardiac arrest out of the hospital with no aed is less than 10 percent. p.s okay so there's that uh fast forward to 2018 i'm typing a letter uh email to a sheriff i'm laying on my bed in point loma breeze blowing um i have two more cardiac arrests bam bam and my device in my chest shocks me twice god so that's uh five so that's six and seven um that's in 2018 2021 february i have another one sitting on a couch bam that's eight um and then uh this and this you know right now this is the this is the kicker um so christmas eve of 2021 we're uh finishing up a vacation in mexico east cape mexico uh-huh. we were you know dirt roads and atvs and just fantastic vacation man 14 people from our family and it was just amazing i'm sitting on the sea of cortez on an atv that's turned off i'm four feet from where the water hits the shore watching the morning colors with the sun rising over the water which is different than in san diego for me right and it's beautiful yep, sure. and the air tastes great and the the temperature is perfect and i'm like man what a great vacation we've had this has been bam wow now i'm on the beach at dawn in mexico Mm -hmm. so there's no 911 there's no one around for miles my cell phone service with my wife had been spotty since we've been down there my only choice is to start my atv and ride it back to the hotel
2: jeez oh my gosh
3: i mean what what it's called attack what else yeah, what else can you do? <laughs> that that was my yeah. choice. You know, sometimes you're like, Oh, you have two choices. No, 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 dog. Well, I did, yeah. There was I, only could, one lay down, choice. I could lay down in the sand and die. Yeah. Um, that's not my jam. So so no. now I started and I ride it back. The second shock happened, my heart was still jacked. So second shock happened while I was parking the ATV in front of the hotel. And that was like a that was an explosion in my chest. And I uh if, if I'm gonna try and do this for radio or for the podcast, but it's um it was like I was sitting on an a t v and I was holding onto the handlebars like you would, but my feet uh-huh. like kicked straight back out behind me with my like so my body was straight and then they recoiled back onto the a t v holy crap like, wow. like and I don't know if that happened or not because it just well, fell for that way. for a second I was dead right and that's what happens just, uh, oh my your device God. shocks you and and just uh um okay so i have this bitch in technology in my chest man and i can send a message to my doctor uh, a full report from my device in my chest to them through my phone
2: mhm okay. so i did that cool. i'm like
3: yo this just happened hello is anybody out there and Yeah, And so my doc, Dr. Green in La Jolla, uh, would receive this message. Oops, she's in Sweden on holiday. So she gets the message in Sweden and relays it to the person sending in for her in La Jolla. And so then Dr. Patel calls me. um, I don't answer. And she calls my wife and says, hey, so we got a report that Rob's device went off. Is everything okay? Mm Mm-hmm and she's like he's in mexico the answer <laughs> is no it's not okay and so in between when i sent that message and when dr patel called um i was i was shocked 15 times in eight hours now
0: <laughs> now are we this is approaching some kind of like statistical record, if I'm not mistaken, right? You
3: know, I don't even know. I've tried to, I looked it up kind of as a joke once and uh there was yeah. no real category.
0: Now I have to ask, yeah. at some point did you I mean in in part of just sort of getting this settled in your brain about what's happening, what's been, what has happened did you ever get a little bit of a like a conspiracy theory like thought process like what the hell does somebody just not want me here what's going on did that ever like process for you, you? Know, uh
3: no <laughs> i i i just oh good well glad i out <laughs> sorry no 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 no, you didn't, no <laughs> i mean it every, everything has everything has gone through my brain john everything I mean, that's not the first time I've heard that or thought about that, but it's like, wait, does that stick? Yeah. No, no, No. that doesn't That doesn't, that doesn't track. That doesn't make any damn sense. So what I know is that human beings have um, periodically an anomaly in the electrical signal from the brain to their heart that causes some people to die. And the, the millions of miracles that happen every day in your body, this ridiculous machine that we just count on to take the trash out is it. Uh It's just mind boggling to me. And so I'm like, no, I don't think there's any, you know, there's no conspiracy here. what What it really illuminates for me is that I still have value to give to the world and other people that is the truth that's that's the deal and and it's like yo by the way fool um you don't know when this is going to be over so how about making all of those minutes count like my time is precious every day is precious to me and so um the fact that you would spend your precious day with me right now is a very humbling thing
0: that Well, we're, we're absolutely grateful to have you with us and having you tell your story. This is, I mean, you, 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 I don't know if you've seen the comments in the chat while we're going, but just like people are, are floored by this. I I really appreciate um, that.
3: Uh, I, I get, um, I get some appropriate responses at, um, at trade shows. And uh, when I speak publicly about so when i make a statement to say i am a 23 times sudden cardiac arrest survivor people that know what yeah. that means look at me quizzically like do you yeah. know what you're saying like how
0: really? yeah is that are you yeah did you get that number like wrong real... or something they're like you want to you want to <laughs> fact oh, check my that? dad had a heart attack no 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 that's not exact that's
3: that no, dead That's a different thing. And you know, and when they say yeah. that, then I know where I'm landing with them too, right? Like what their level of understanding of this cardiac issue is. Um Sure. Uh, so you probably need to back up, be like, Back up, let's do some definitions yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick. And so and I'll often ask people like, So what's your level of medical training just so that we can I can use the right terminology to get you where you yeah. know, I don't want to I'm not trying to condescend, but I'm also trying to make sure that I like did I level the Don't up. get too
0: jargony here. Yeah. If I can use yeah. shorthand, then it'll save us some time. And I get so, that. Um, I get that.
2: All right, kids, I got to go to work. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, okay,
0: Gina. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to do a little bit of extended uh, free skate here. Yeah. I did. I'm sorry, okay. Gina. I didn't realize that. No, no, Thank no, okay. you, Rob, for have coming. Good- oh, Gina. I'm you guys so...
2: continue. Go as long as you want. <laughs> All right. Have All right. a good day.
0: You're awesome. Bye-bye. See you, Thank you, Gina. You yay gina wells everybody gina wells <laughs> sorry i thought she had an hour and a half my yeah that's what i thought you said um, um but i think i thought it. yeah
3: sorry so after after mexico yes oh uh, and and i want to you know I, i've kind of alluded to how um how amazing my wife is a couple of mm-hmm. times and so this this Mexico incident happened on a, on a Friday, Christmas Eve Friday in Mexico. Eesh. We were supposed to fly out uh-huh. that day and so this all happened and we got into, quote, an ambulance end quote and went to, quote, a hospital end quote um, and an hour and a half <laughs> away. Uh, and So all the guy was doing in the back of the ambulance was counting how many times my device shocked me. And I'm like, it says paramedic on your coat, man. Like, where did you get the coat? Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but, um, but so they just have them at the street. Yes, course. seriously. Um, but, but the, the amazing part is so I'm laying there in, um, in this hospital and in what they're calling an ICU. Uh huh. And in my book, I say that I feel the, the heat of the breath of death on my face. Ooh. Okay.
0: That just ugh.
3: and I wish Sorry. I wish I could word it more dramatically. That's closer to how I felt. But I I think that's good enough. Um but
0: that's fair. That gave me the willies. Good. So yeah.
3: Good. Um so my wife is busily working in Mexico where she doesn't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm and she, on Christmas Saturday, okay, Christmas mm-hmm. Saturday in Mexico, she gets into the consulate, updates our immigration paperwork because it's expired now, sec- oh, secures geez. me a room, a, a bed in La Jolla, California during a pandemic in ICU, and secures a jet to take me out of Mexico on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. That's incredible. Speak Spanish that's so much logistics. And not spend any money. And doesn't speak the language. Uh, what? I'm like, how in the hell? How? in the hell? And, okay. That's some magical stuff. I'm resourceful, stuff. man. I can get some things done. Yeah. Okay? I'll look at alternative ways to get shit done, uh, to get things done. And my wife... That's like Hollywood fixer level, like... That's Janet Bourne level holy stuff, dude. God. That's what that is. Yeah. And so she... She has explained it to me several times, like babe, how did you do that? And she'll tell me, and I'm like, I just don't get that. I don't. Yeah, I told her, I'm like, babe, you'd have been there till Monday, you know, when they wake up and they open up the consulate. That's when I I might have been effective at that point. But 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 that didn't happen, and so I get flown back to, and there's a massive amount of information between get uh when i got there and when i got flown out and man it is mm-hmm. bone chilling the type of extortion that happens in mexican hospitals it is incredible Ugh. um and anyone that wants that information can buy my book uh but uh, <laughs> no and i have a working title but it's not done i'm hoping for a, uh, a fall release and get it by having it done this summer but uh oh that's good hey real yeah. quick though um
0: if people do want to follow you or learn more about you know your story and stuff is there like a website they can go to or social media something you know i have a i I know people are very interested in
3: this i have a youtube channel um and and it's just uh you know and you can just look up rob and you're gonna find uh like a like a soccer player or rugby player in the uk first probably (laughs) but then okay you can find me and you know and um and if anybody wants to email me at robholdley at live.com, I'm happy to share all my stuff like there that. There you go. Um, Perfect. But and there's you know and there's some there's some cool uh, there's some cool stuff I can share. Um, and then uh, so so I get back from Mexico and now I'm in ICU in uh, in the U S. And it's significantly different. I might add. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, every think. every election cycle, there's a uh there's a big hubbub about healthcare, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and our healthcare, and it's, it's like, man, 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 I am never going to talk bad about U.S. healthcare ever again, ever again. Yeah, because yeah, the the care and treatment I received in at UCSD La Jolla was so over the top, awesome that I can't even explain. So anyway, I'm laying, I'm there in in ICU for a while. And then they moved me out of ICU, which is super awesome. That's a victory by itself, but I'm there from the 26th of December to the 6th of January. And um, okay. so that's a decent hospital stay. Um, and yeah. so I have an ablation done on my, on my heart, uh, where they go in and cauterize the area of your yeah. heart where they think the issues are coming from. Yeah, my mom's had yeah. that done. Yeah. And a lot of people a, a lot times. of people do it. Yeah, I've had two now. Uh this one they actually tell me that it was um like 90% they're 90% confident that it worked and I'm like, "Whoa. I'll take 90%." Because the last time they did it, I got yeah. no number at all. And this time they actually came out well, with the number. Just-
0: a great alternative to having some kind of medication to have to take Mm -hmm. all the time too which is great yeah yeah
3: exactly um and then uh the side side bummer about the hospital stay was uh my daughter lauren uh was drumline captain at the university of utah marching band and they had made it to the rose bowl and so she was marching in the rose parade and i'm a lifetime band dad and i'm like "Mm -hmm." yeah but then you know and the doc was like yeah no check it out man you can go you know we'll take you off all this (laughs) monitoring and we'll give you some medication um and you can head on over and um uh, and then we're gonna have to get you back in Uh. to do this ablation eventually so then you'll be at home you'll have to go off this meds for a few days and then come in and then get the ablation done and i'm like ed's did did you you go go? i didn't go (laughs) I don't know if I'd be able to either. I'd be like, no, we need to get this done. I stepped outside my body and said, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Yeah. Your choices are you can stay here in a hospital where you're on constant telemetry um, 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 under supervision and analysis at all times. And the people that are in this hospital can literally take your heart out of your body, fix it, and put it back in. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Or, yeah,
3: you can leave
0: and go to a football game. I'd venture a guess that Kiddo was understanding of this situation. Everybody, everybody (laughs) was. Everybody was. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because
3: understand, man, her because she was in Mexico too, and her boyfriend helped Mm -hmm. put me in the ambulance. So, wow, um, holy crap. And she was 12 when it happened to me in 2011. Oh, so this has been a lifetime thing for yeah, her Yeah, so oh okay, not yeah. And so yeah, so I stayed and I watched it on TV, right? Um but I was yeah. happy I was just fine with that. And it's funny cuz everybody that went to the game and went to the parade got covid <laughs> and I did not. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> but not jokes yeah, right? on them. Uh-huh. I am like I didn't pay for that with the tickets we bought. But um Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know and, it's an extra right. Yeah. So I um I got out of the hospital and uh took uh, the rest of January and February off and tried to get back into work on in March of mm-hmm, 22 mm-hmm. now. And and okay. I did my yep. best uh, up until about May 31st. I tried to turn into the wind and get after it and really, but honestly, nothing mattered. Um, Tell me why, what do you mean I by mean, that? Like the, like
0: it just wasn't landed well, home for I'm, you I'm in or? Sales
3: and the sales numbers didn't matter. Go and find the meetings didn't Uh, matter. The sense of urgency wasn't there. And what was happening was in my chest, I have a defibrillator that has an atrial lead and a ventricle lead. And what it does is it Mm -hmm. monitors the activity in those chambers of your heart and the atrial lead on the top. The first part of your heartbeat was picking up the atrial um, information, but then was also picking up a vibration of the ventricle uh, contraction as well. So my it was throwing off the Yeah, so my device thought I was in AFib or was having premature ventricular contraction and so it was pacing me. So my my I can I can feel that at times. Interesting. So,
0: so it was it, the end result was it was harder to just I mean it was harder to focus or what no, what do you in, think the end result of that
3: was? Impossible to focus because Every time wow. that happened, I thought I was going to die.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's and I'm not awful. being dramatic.
3: I mean, for real. No, it,
0: I mean, especially, yeah, especially because you have that, you know, for lack of a better term, that muscle memory now.
3: Yeah, because now I'm waiting, course, for that, waiting for that shock to happen. Ugh. And sometimes I can <laughs> get out of it in an hour. Sometimes it was three hours. Sometimes it was a day. But it was yeah. almost every day that I felt like I was going to die. And so I had, I said, you know, on June 1st, my doctor, my primary care was like, Rob, you're, you need time, man. And wrote me out of work. So I took a six and a half month leave of absence. And October 28th of this year, of of this past year, um, they Uh made an adjustment to my device where the atrial lead now, after it, after it picks up the atrial function, it goes to sleep. Until the ventricle one mm-hmm. gets its information, and then it wakes back up.
0: So, and what has the end result of that been for
3: you? Well, uh, yeah. So now have. I don't, I don't get that um, pacing anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't Good. feel like I'm about to have another cardiac arrest anymore. So now my that's a bonus. Yes, yeah, so now, but now my hope, my um, my positive feeling for a future. My ability to make uh, goals or dreams or plans has all just absolutely skyrocketed, man. And now I can actually fully engage in my life and be happy about things that I'm doing and plans that I can make for Easter or Thanksgiving or family trips or watching and all it took was essentially like a firmware. Yeah, empty. and a ridiculous technology that's in my chest, man. That I am flabbergasted about I'm like wow. Oh, wow. Wow. That's tremendous.
0: So speaking of future, you talked about finishing up a book. What what else is on the horizon for you now that you have this sort of renewed sense of uh for lack of a better expression, joie yeah, de vivre. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Um what's uh what what is that what what's what's
3: making itself apparent on the horizon? Well um I'm I'm back at work and doing well at work. I'm uh I I really want to cool. try and get back on stage, but in uh, for stage acting and plays and stuff like that. Because, but my job traveling uh, doesn't really lend itself to that very well. Uh, but what I am sure. doing is um some it's like some paid public speaking stuff where where we talk about uh, survivorship or uh, survival or resilience. Or, uh, so if anybody out there well, needs, that's probably a nice
0: little. That's probably a nice little chocolate and peanut butter moment for you yeah. where you can be on stage and yeah. not necessarily performative, but at least, you know, you know, good public speaking yeah. and then also be sharing your story.
3: That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but it is, it is a bit, I mean, there's some theater to it, right? But um, right. you sure. want to be able to get your message out and there are different ways to do that depending on the crowd and, the, and who they are. Exactly. And it could be, and I don't care if it's one person or a thousand people, uh, that's fine with me. If I can touch one person, that's great um and and i in essence give everyone the permission to identify as a survivor because everyone has survived something i read a book there was one line in it that stuck with me It said everybody has their own vietnam and yeah and you know and you know and take that for what it's worth but everybody has their thing that they've survived shit if you can i mean if darn it if you can hear my voice Mm -hmm. then you have survived a global pandemic Okay. Yeah. And everyone has their trauma yeah. and crisis. For and sure. so what I'm saying is that if we can go to conferences on any given Wednesday through Friday or whatever, at whatever hotel conference mm-hmm. room and say, you know what, I'm going to elevate and celebrate this group of people and say, wow, you survived this. You're amazing. Way to go. Keep it up. And then next week, go to a different conference and it's a different affliction and you survived it, too. Way to go, you know, and elevate and celebrate. Those yeah. people. How come, John, how come we can't do that? every day for everybody, everybody.
0: which is beautiful because again, like we had talked about earlier, that, that positivity is infectious. It gets reflected back in ways that you can't even see or understand, you know, until there's another crisis that comes along, which is a guarantee. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So it's, it's, it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's reciprocal yeah, so yeah absolutely
3: so, so the the paid speaking stuff the uh getting a book out there trying to do uh yeah. more podcasty stuff um we're doing a webinar nice um later in the year called aftershock and it's me and a group of other survivors that have been shocked by their devices um wh-
0: oh good it's not just drinking that awful liquor no. that's minty and cinnamony no, i can't drink anymore because of my meds so no it's, it's okay not you, you're not missing much with good that enough. stuff either
3: Good to know. Although yeah. the non-alcoholic industry is really um, blowing up right now.
0: Hey, I tell you what, we were talking about uh, Fever Tree um, recently okay. on the show, and it's got all those amazing little like non-alcoholic awesome. flavors, especially that ginger. I beer. Love it.
3: Oh man. Uh, so yeah, uh, so there's all that, and uh, so I'm moving. And then uh, I do want to point out though that at the end of uh, at yes. the end of the year in San Diego, there is going to be a conference called the Cardiac Arrest Survivor Summit. And that's going to be at the town and Mm -hmm. country and it's in December. Um, You can look it up. It's put on by the citizen CPR foundation. Um, And they, and that's again, that's the conference I went to before the emergency cardiovascular care update only they've just rebranded it. And um, I would likely be speaking at that as well. But, um, and this is heart month, you know, so I'm really happy Mm -hmm. to be on to talk about that and talk about all of, all of this stuff that raises awareness Um, sadly, DeMar Hamlin had to go through what he went through on the field, but that put 2 million people on notice that they need, that they need to get CPR trained. Uh, they need to learn where and how to use and get comfortable with an uh, AED, a defibrillator that's on the wall or in their car or whatever. Yes.
0: And yeah, if you're, if you're at a business, if you're at your work, just take a moment out of your day and just figure out where that AED is, you know, posted up. Yeah. I think it's, it's great advice and, and know that uh, and know that yeah. if,
3: if somebody out there is listening and wants to get CPR certified, doesn't know how to do it, doesn't know where to go. Uh, once an AED for their house, for their car, for their business, whatever, and they don't know how to do that or which one to get or why or how I'm happy to help with all that too. Again, it's Rob Hoadley at live.com. Um, but Fantastic. I'm really proud of how far and what I've overcome. Um, yeah, uh, man, you know, uh, trying to do justice. It's truly this incredible experience, you know, in just words is really a struggle. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I just, I would like to thank you and your dedicated patrons for, you know, listening to what I have to say and, uh, of course, man, taking to heart my no pun, um, my, <laughs> uh, my call to action to honestly get screened, yes, get CPR trained, uh, get comfortable with an AED. Uh, remember the just three words: call, push, shock. Right? Call nine one one. Yeah. Push hard and fast in the center of the chest, and get the AED and shock them. Um, yeah. you, you cannot hurt these people. Okay. You cannot because hurt yeah. means make it worse. And if you can tell me what's worse than being dead, uh, I'll stop saying what I say. But well, and Ed, before we go into some uh, questions right. from the thing from
0: the uh, yep. group here. I do want to reinforce that, and and something you did say when you were on the show last time is that people are afraid when they do CPR. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to break a rib." You said yourself, "I'll take a broken rib gladly any day over my heart." Number. Oh yeah, yeah no. Don't don't worry about cracking
3: someone's rib. That's easily repairable. Look, real, C- compared real CPR to... is crunchy, and they don't tell you that in class because yeah. it scares people. But I I yeah. I have never had. More welcome broken ribs than when I woke exactly. up. Exactly, and I—I I will tell you out loud, I did not think about suing anybody.
0: Yeah, and in no fact, kidding, man, I'm alive, in fact, dude. Senate
3: Bill 658, uh, Senate Bill 658, Chapter 264 in California is the Good Samaritan Law that says there is no, there is no liability for you as a citizen for doing CPR like that. Exactly. No lawyer will take that case. You're not going to get sued. You're you're saving somebody's life.
0: No, you're trying to save someone's life.
3: Yes. There is no pride in this either. If it's a female and she lets you rip her shirt open to put an AED on it, she needs your help. If somebody lets you push down on their chest like that, they need your help. If they don't stop you, then you're doing the right thing. Okay. So just do it. Yeah. Please, please act. Don't wait act so let's open it up right it's time is of the essence
0: yeah we'll open it up here we're going to do a little bit of free skate here let's go
3: free skate hey
0: everybody yes that's right if you're a patreon subscriber and you want to drop in here and talk to our buddy rob if you've got questions comments concerns whatever you'd like to do we can certainly field some questions for a little bit here uh we've got jody popping into the chat Uh, While people are filtering in here, if you want to check out our sponsors, seattlegummy.com, use code FINK for checkout for 20% off. Uh, We've got FINKshow.com for merch, kennedytodd.com. Check out the FINKshow stuff out there. He's also got some very interesting Valentine's Day stuff that you can get there. I was very much impressed by that. Jody, how are you, my friend?
2: I am blown away. I'm I'm very well.
3: I don't sound well for some reason, but um, that's okay. I'm, just, I'm so happy that I was on time today. I was tuned in for the whole thing, and I'm just
2: I'm I'm so affected. I can't even say it's just. It's been an amazing thing to listen to. And Rob, thank you also for your service. In addition to all the other amazing things that you're doing.
3: Well, it's absolutely my pleasure, Jody. Thank you so much for getting up early and, and uh, listening. I, um, you know, you wonder sometimes if what you have to say is something that somebody wants to hear, and I really, I thank you for those kind words. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: What are some other uh, tips?
2: Blown
0: away. Go, go ahead. Oh, you're blown away. Oh, yes, um, Rob. What are some other tips that people can uh, do, sort of around? I know one of them I can recommend um, is. To keep your heart healthy, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem very uh, look well, counterintuitive, but it's also making sure that your oral health yeah is up to date because there are specific bacteria that can actually travel down and live in your heart that are
3: related to the plaque in your teeth. Yeah, you know, that's that's absolutely true, and um, and so there there are there are studies that show um, that that, um, like you say, like bacteria in your gums from poor dental hygiene that could possibly be, uh, connected to sudden cardiac arrest. Um, additionally, so, uh, if you have sleep apnea or if you snore a lot or your partner snores a lot, or they stop breathing when they sleep, please get screened for sleep apnea because sleep apnea is also, um, connected to sudden cardiac arrest because of the pressure in the, um, strain it puts on your heart. And you can go to American Heart, the American Heart Association or the American Red Cross websites to uh, look at different ways you can keep your heart healthy and hopefully um, avoid uh, some of these cardiovascular issues um, that, that come up from just our everyday life being cumulatively bad. Yeah, no, I completely agree.
0: And I've got, I'm just going to very quickly step on my regular soapbox that I step on diet, 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 everyone. Diet, hydration, it makes a huge difference in your long term health. It's a great investment in your health. So um, make sure you get that dialed in as best you can. Drink some water. Yeah. I know there's people listening out here that uh, miss out on their water intake. This is vegan, sorry. So. Make sure to drink some water today. It's very important. I think I'm getting in trouble for that one. Um, <laughs>
3: whoops. Uh, <laughs> I just figured out why, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. Um, so, yes, it's it's all of those things. It's an investment in your health, and that's, that's not to say that it's not a guarantee of avoiding, um, you know, some sort of disaster no. those things just happen even under the best of intentions yeah
3: and you want it you want to stack the deck in your favor the best you can true. Um, things are going to happen to folks we're you know we're a machine that over time has a lot of miles on it and things you know things build up uh but i noticed that jesse in the chat said that um that aeds are pretty idiot proof and you know and that is a mm-hmm. that is a very uh real statement and um They're designed. They are. They are. And and because one of the things that we saw a gap was that uh, people were scared to use AEDs because they felt like they were complex. And so over time, Mm -hmm. uh, manufacturers have made them as easy as possible. Uh, And please grab it and use it because it will tell you, the majority of them will just tell you exactly what to do. Some will tell you exactly how to do CPR. And those, I mean, that's what you really want. So
0: pop quiz, Jody. Um, do you know in the place where you work where where the AED is?
2: I I've just been informed that we're we're too small and we don't have one of those because mm. there are so few people there and, and and maybe they're expensive. I'm not sure. I did I did research some, but okay, not I haven't got all the uh, answers I'm
0: seeking. Well,
3: Okay. Rob
2: can tell me about
0: the cost. I'm
3: <laughs> I can't. Sure. I, know what ex- <laughs> I know what expensive means to me. I don't, I don't know what expensive <laughs> means to point. you. Um, and there are no, there are no too few people that that's just not, that's that not a thing. True. If there are two people there, if there's one person there, that's enough for a defibrillator. You have uh, a fire extinguisher every 75 feet and you haven't had a fire in your building ever. But if, you need to replace your fire extinguisher. Then your money person just signs a check and you've never had a building fire. Uh, so, uh, but this happens a thousand times a day, 370,000 times a year. People die of sudden cardiac arrest in the U S it's the number one killer in the workplace. It's the number one killer of student athletes. And, um, there's uh, no question in my mind that every facility should have one or have access to it within 90 seconds. Um, And that's the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, not Rob. So, very true. So, I can
0: help. We got Steve jumping in here, too.
3: Steve, Steve, how
1: are you, Steve? I'm good. It's been a a fascinating morning. Thank you, Rob, for uh, taking us away from the the fart and dick jokes. (laughs) We, uh, Get to learn something today. you know
3: we try and very provide nice. you some variety every once in a while here i the told them show. i said man are, are they going to be all right with this i mean, this is a little departure from your typical no, content uh, it's all right i'm over oversimplifying awesome. yeah you're right
1: show, but no it's been a very, it's okay it's very cerebral uh, dick
0: jokes yes it's all right you've elevated
1: uh, the it's a head joke hey
0: i'm oh, sorry
1: sorry <laughs> i'll be over here oh no, it's uh, Amazing, amazing conversation. you have and you're very easy to listen to. Oh, thanks. Uh, to tell your story, so um, thank you, nice, Steve. Nice work. Wow, awesome. Very impressive. Hey. I have. I uh, made me remember that my uh, certification for CPR is is way outdated. Uh, my uh-huh. old company had us certified at some point and We had an I, is it IED. Is that the, the that, yeah. no, not, a, not an IED. That's a different yeah. thing. That's and an improvised explosive.
3: And not an IUD. It's, yeah. uh, it's
1: oh, an ID. That's right. That is the explosive Yeah. Thing. That's, yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. whole different memory that uh, just came up. But,
3: uh, yeah, sorry, it, <laughs> thank you. It's an automated uh, no. external defibrillator, AED. Um, and that's, uh, it. Yes. and they they've come a long I way. I recall,
1: yeah. I recall the one that we trained on and this would have been over a decade ago. It, uh, I believe it audibly spoke, yep. um, mm-hmm. Yep. To us, like to tell you, kind of how to use it. So yeah, when we talk about being idiot proof, I'm sure they've improved since then. It was, uh, you know, it, it is it is intimidating when you're first hearing it, you know. Or well, yeah, but, and I mean, yeah, it's it's, it did seem like it was pretty easy to use. So it's
0: a crisis situation if it's being used. So yeah, and, of course, there's going to be some stress. For those, yeah, and
3: see, I know. totally agree with you, man. And and some of the and the the best way I have found to get over that is to, while well, I was a safety director um, and doing training like this, I would have a department of people like just line up right by the cabinet and say, all right, well go open the cabinet, open the cabinet and it alarms. There's an alarm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You good? Yeah. All right. Now take the AD out. Excellent. Open it up and open it yeah. up. And it says, if you know it's what it like, sounds stay like call, make sure 911 is called now. <laughs> and it's like, all right, so you good yeah look no, look nobody's dying right now but that's what you're gonna hear yep. cool all right cool put it away put okay next yeah and then they're like oh man god Rob, we've already heard this i know but the more times you hear it the less freaky it's going to be when Very when true. stuff is really going south and now there's somebody's life really on the line and you're not impacted by this like oh wow i've never heard that before you know, right? So yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit so familiar. So it's, yeah, so, it's the exposure to it that I think, and that's just training, right? So, all that exposure will uh lessen that shock. No pun there either. Wow, I gotta stop that. Uh, <laughs> hey, from fart jokes to heart yeah. jokes, Dave oh, says. I like that. Hey, oh, where's my Well, shot? I, oh, I
1: uh, I work in the medical industry, but I work from home. But my office is in Carlsbad, so uh, next time I'm down there, I'm gonna look see where are uh, a a I D, what is it called? A E D. Yeah, just say I'm just say where def- that, that stork def- never noticed it before. Yeah, the D yeah, yeah, You can do that too if you oh. want. We must uh we must have one in the office, I would presume. So
3: Yeah, there's so, a lot of presumption, man. Especially in our field. I have also some folks that say, Hey, look, man, you know, our, we have a fire station right down the street, dog. We're fine. Like, really? Are are they home? Mm-hmm yeah are
0: they there you're really going to
3: run over there They should be well they should be okay um that doesn't work yeah should save somebody yeah uh no and that anyway so uh steve thanks for that uh for adding that because it's a it's definitely something that uh i i would hope that i mean john kind of challenged everybody to go check out where your aed is and you know get certified in cpr it's not a lot of money and and some people do it for free yeah, they do. You can find. So is, I did it for my uh, other my
0: last yeah, job. Yeah,
3: you had to do it then. Sometimes
0: it's all online too. You don't even have to go anywhere. <laughs> That's happening
3: a lot, right? Because of the pandemic, there's a yeah, company called CPR. Exactly. It works out of there. Out you go of, um, out of Brea, and she's a, a mm-hmm. mother of a son that survived cardiac arrest and started her own training business. Uh-huh. CPR, there you go. It works. That's great.
0: Perfect. Excellent. Well, my friends, guess what? I think it's time for us to call it a show.
3: Show. Show.
0: Thank you, everybody. Awesome. Awesome. Rob, thank you so much for an amazing show today. This was incredible. It was. It was a real treat to have you. And... um, I, I thank you for joining it's, it's us.
3: It's absolutely been my pleasure, and I would like to ask, though, is if if I send you some information, um, can you? I'll post it. Post it and not just to the Patreon now. I mean, but to the commoners as well because of the importance. <laughs> yes i will
0: absolutely post those on the fink show facebook page and get those distributed
3: around i'd I'd appreciate that thank you to everybody that was listening and that uh made some comments because and all the hearts really uh flying across the screen really made made my morning so i appreciate you letting me share um and i look forward to being back on yeah yeah
0: we'll have a we'll have a little return visit i like that Yes. Uh but thank you everyone for tuning in today. Jody, Steve, thanks for dropping in during the free skate. Yeah. Oh, it's my pleasure. Y'all have yourselves a super Southern California weekend. We will see you on Monday for some post-Super Bowl breakdowns. Oh, Gina Wells. You gonna tell me about some horse? Where's
2: that?
0: Later Tater. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Later Tater. Fuck you, thank you. Oh my gosh, blue. Daddy Spoo. There. Thank you, Jody. Good standing. Well done.